So today's date, June 17th, um, 2020. We in the midst of it all. This is Undisciplined Podcast, by the way. If you're unfamiliar, get familiar. It's your boy, Rum, A.D., Durham. And I'm back, man, to, to, to release my thoughts and convey how I'm feeling in these times. In these times where... Since the last time I spoke to you guys, and I'm blessed to speak to you guys every time, because at this point in life, you never know what could be next or who could be next. Um, you know, since the last time I spoke to you guys, a lot has happened and a lot has transpired in the world where the continuation of the injustices that oppose black people and that ultimately result in our lives being taken from us before we really get an opportunity to see what we can be. Because Malcolm X was once Malcolm Little. I say that to say because transgressions as a human does take place. No one's perfect, man. And we all have to kind of go our own path before we get to that epitome of what individual success looks like for every one of us. And education is necessary in these times because there's a lot of things we have to unlearn, unpack. And I'm getting sick and tired of unpacking. You know, I feel like we've been traveling forever and we've been unpacking forever because we're going up and down. And I swear every week, every day, every fucking time you check the timeline, it's a new thing to unpack. It's heavy. I hope people are taking the due diligence upon themselves to step away from social media and take a break and enjoy real life and actually get involved in real life. Give your energy to real life at some time in the day. You know, whether you take some moment to decompress, digest, digress, or anything else that got a D and S in it and it ends in a rest. Just rest, my nigga, for real. Smoke a spliff or something. I don't know. Sip a little something. I don't know. It is still summer. Enjoy the weather. You know, you got to quarantine. Even though Atlanta, we really not doing that. And I ain't going to speak about my own inner, you know, involvement in that. But it's okay. It's neither here nor there. It's all good. <laughs> now, nah, wash your hand three times a day. Um, But no. Um, I wanted to talk today um, very specifically with this episode on what's going on where seems like idols and becoming your rivals or, you know, us looking at these celebrities in our communities as, you know, what we think are heroes and finding out there may be zeros, depending on what side of the fence you land or, or expecting a lot and only receiving a little, you know, being dumbfounded to find out that your favorite rapper is not as educated as you thought he might be or she might be. Um, it's a lot of different things and opinions that are floating around the net. And that's per usual, right? We're canceling people left to right what's no. Um, in particularly, I want to speak about, you know, J. Cole and with this J. Cole topic, I want to just first and foremost state that these are opinions and point of views of myself. You know, this is how I personally feel, because I think there's no real way to kind of create a, a free space, right? An open space, quote unquote, that we love those buzzwords now. Um, where we can speak freely without that context that, hey, these are my POVs. Please don't slander me or kill me for them. Just accept them as they are. Um, feel free to, you know, combat them in a polite, healthy discussion because that's what we're here for. Because discussion is learning, right? Because we're going to take something from one another and get better. Stay and go, I hope. Um, but to continue on, what the fuck? <laughs> Like, really, what in the entire fuck, man? You know, I didn't really know what was going on with the J. Cole situation. I hadn't really heard the song yet because my phone was fucked up. So if you're trying to holler at the boy, I'm back on live. What's happening? 
three days down without the phone feels like I met missed like three years or three months or something, bro. It's crazy. But I'm back on and, you know, get to the timeline today and I'm seeing people are killing J. Cole. We are getting rid of J. Cole. And I'm like, what the fuck? What the happened? How are we canceling J. Cole? So I go back, go listen to the song. All right. So first time through, I'm just listening to the song purely just for the good listens. I don't really know who the woman is he's addressing. I'm thinking he's speaking very figuratively because, you know, J. Cole just gives it up where he loves to tell this long ass fucking winded stories. But I love it. I'm here for the great music, you know, but come to find out as you check the timeline, it seems that the song and the lyrics, if you actually paid attention to the lyrics, at least are addressing a situation that may have occurred with a particular, you know, popular social activist, you know, woman who goes by no name on Twitter. Right. Um, so it seems that this may be a point of view and recollection of that conversation J. Cole and the young lady had where they were talking about the current circumstances and current situations that are going on in the world. Now, going through her tweets as to what may have sparked this conversation, whether this was an actual conversation or more so or less, you know, J. Cole responding to a tweet that obviously applied to him and applies to so many other rappers and entertainers in our world um, where, you know, the young lady, no name. Um, pretty much dressed, you know, the community as like, listen, your favorite rapper ain't said not even a word. And then they talk about what's going on in our communities and make a dollar off the plight of black people. And yet they can't speak on our behalf. Now, if you know J. Cole and if you're a fan of J. Cole, you know that J. Cole has spoke extensively on the plight of black people. Now, to her point, she did mention that. Um, now obviously it wasn't stated or maybe it was, I just haven't read through the stream of three tweets, excuse me, um, that, you know, obviously may have sparked this and may have continued as a part of this or whatever the case may be. But I do know that she did say, you know, people do speak on the plate, but they're not speaking up now. But like I said, if you're a fan of J. Cole, you know, J. Cole actively is out there in the streets. Now, before we continue on, excuse me, I'm like trying to. You know when you got to itch your ear and that thing is like feel orgasmic? Listen, kill me if you want to. But y'all know what I'm talking about. But no. In reality here. Um, with the J. Cole situation. You know. I don't know. Personally for me. I'm at the point where. It's like really discerning for me where we are looking for athletes and rappers to speak on our behalf on what's going on in the communities. And don't get it twisted. We have some prolific figures that do an exceptional job um, in speaking up for us, you know, actively um, putting, you know, their financial successes to work for the community, um, actively stand behind causes that are important to the embedment of black people as a whole. But in the general sense of it all, I really don't give a fuck with my favorite rapper, ball player, or anyone that doesn't actually dedicate their entirety of their life to fighting for these causes, to understanding legislation and how we dismantle these systems, to working within the system and working against the system. Because as you know, you have to have resistors and agitators and fighters, right? Look at Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. Understand the positions and the roles they play. Okay, you have to have people that work with the system and work against the system to dismantle the system and correct the system because dismantling is one phase. But if you're going to build something on top of what you broke down, you want to make sure you build it the right way. 
So I think with that being said, we have to really understand that these rappers and athletes, they may have some knowledge of what's going on because they live the experiences that we all know are familiar with our culture in this country and familiar with our people in this country. But it doesn't necessarily mean that they're the best spokesperson for it. And I think for me, in my opinion, I, I, I don't care to look for their opinions um, or look for their point of views. I, I'm appreciative when they have effective ones that actually bring us together and actually come a place of endearment and actually come with a plan, right? But just like them and just like us, we're all one and the same when we get on the bird or get on the ground or whatever the case may be and we just let something fly. It's only something that's in a moment. It's not the full totality of how we feel and it comes a lot of times without context. And I think with... This J. Cole situation, a lot of things are taken without context. I mean, I can understand the argument that is being made that the brother's speaking to a young woman and it may be condescending because I can't tell no one how to feel, especially black women, because black women have been put at the bottom of the totem pole forever in this country, you know? If you understand these social constructs and the way power structure goes here and the way white supremacy ultimately works, you know that the last person on that totem pole is the black woman. So for that, I can never and would never try to attempt to tell a black woman what she feels is wrong. I would only have to listen, right? But I think how I interpret this song to be is J. Cole is wanting to listen um, because for as much as he's shown that he does know and as effective he has been in actually standing up for the community, whether it's doing these programs in his hometown of Fayetteville, North Carolina, where if you know the inner city out there, it's just as rough as any other neighborhood around the country. You know, turning his own home where he grew up into for a safe haven where people can get opportunities to embedder themselves. You know, where kids like him can have another opportunity to actually get right, you know investing in black communities investing in black women as well so it's like one of those things where like i understand the actions that he's done so it's like i can't immediately jump up and say that this man is being malicious because of the way he's speaking to this woman because some women may interpret this as him being condescending because of the pain and trauma that another man who happens to look like jaco meaning another black man sadly hurt her i stand with that and i respect it I think right now, too, for someone in J. Cole's position, having a little bit more awareness of what's going on, too, and reading the room, so to speak, can help avoid how certain things can come off tone deaf, too. Because to say that you're not up on what's going on or you, you, you don't have the information may be a little lazy on his part as well. I mean, I think... We have to be respectful here and understand this nuance. I think too many times we try to set ourselves up to be on one side of the fence and I rock with J. Cole here or I rock with No Name here. But it's like on both sides, there's some equal responsibility that needs to be taken account of, uh, accounted for. And I think that's the biggest thing is that we got to be accountable for our bullshit. As hard as it may be, the reality of the situation is that if we are going to make any strides forward, we have to understand that it's coming phases for all of us. Some people don't know shit for real. You know what I mean? And if no name is done to due diligence and for what I could tell scrolling to her timeline, the sister's well-educated and well-versed in understanding how this shit should go. And definitely in her point of view and her opinions of everything. I cannot knock that. And I support that entirely. You know, but 
for what J. Cole is in terms of success, it doesn't come on the back of him fighting for the 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 the, the livelihoods of black people. It is telling the stories of the this unfranchisement and the mistreatment and the L's that we just reluctantly catch time after time, generation after generation, because we are black and how we are living in this country and what that really means. He's telling us stories. And yes, because he tells those stories doesn't mean that he also should be well versed in how to fix the problems that exist because no one man has all the answers, but he should also still, because he does speak on it, have some sort of solutions. And I think he's provided that. And this cancel culture shit is nuts, bro. It's just wild. That ass serious. Like, niggas was going crazy on 6ix9ine. And I hate to bring it up, but it's because it's some shit I'm seeing on the timeline that it has to be part of the discussion that niggas was going crazy on 6ix9ine with the memes, going crazy on 6ix9ine with the weaves. And now he's back out rocking in the streets and niggas is giving him their time and day and attention. I don't know who's doing it. But at some point, it's like, listen, bro, you're looking goofy. You're looking real goofy. And I get it. Two things can be mutually exclusive here. Some people say, I like the entertainment 6ix9ine provides. I don't know why. It does nothing for us. Some people support him wholeheartedly. The fuck? Throwing in, what would you do in his situation? Or what would you do if he was J. Cole? Real talk. You got all this empathy in your heart for rappers and understanding their situations. Understand the situation J. Cole is in. I, I see no misogyny in what he's trying to do or what he was saying. But once again, there's a lot of pain in our community that we need to unpack too and we need to address. And with everything that's going on, how the movement has went from a conversation of the injustices that exist within these communities against black people and Black Lives Matter to everything else that has become as a as a result of that, I think that this is set up as a play to get us all confused and distracted and go at one another. We can't. We gotta understand that this fight is still being fought outside. It's evident that they're still killing black people outside. So what are we doing? This is how they get us every fucking time. I'm sick and tired of the bullshit, man. And this is the point of the podcast where I get into my personal grievances with it all because I want more. We are more, man. On everything I love, we are more. I see it every fucking day. I talk to people. But there's certain things that are so deeply rooted within us that we can't even fucking see it ourselves. Just the passive aggression of it. Like, just sometimes when you talk to people and they're thinking about how they can do their brother, their sister, slick ways, finesse ways. We can't do that shit. Whether it's in business, whether it's in partnerships, relationships. We really got to love one another, man. We really got to sit back and talk. And we got to talk behind closed doors. White people cannot see this shit because they going to use this shit against us, as they always do, to divide us much more. Because they don't understand what we go through. They never will. But all they know is division. Right? They know how to divide. They get a math, right? No, I'm just playing. No, they know how to divide. And they will use what they see as arguments and points that are only having us go at each other to perpetuate it. These platforms that we speak on, whether it be Twitter, Instagram, so on and so forth, these are platforms that are not owned by us. And not to say, you know, Mark Zuckerberg and all the other CEOs have these diabolical plans to say fuck black people and like put us against one another. But I'm also not saying it either. 
So what I mean by that is when we speak on these platforms, notice what gets promoted and what doesn't. But if we have our own platforms where we can speak in our own forms and speak behind closed doors where no one can actually control these conversations with ourselves, it allows us to get through these tough conversations that need to be had. How men should behave in our community, how women should behave in our community, how we should behave with one another and how should we love one another and how we should build us together. Because that's the real shit that needs to happen. You know, if you understand the stories of Malcolm and understand the stories of Martin, you understand that they killed Martin not because he had a dream, because he was about to tell the story of America's nightmare. He's about to pull the cover back and understand that maybe desegregation wasn't the proper way to help his people. Understanding that this isn't always just a matter of white or black, but this is a matter of classism and rich and poor. Discussing conversations about capitalism and how it's really just a whole system that requires people to be poor. And with those poor people, you perpetuate or excuse me, perpetuate certain divisive tactics like racism. They forever keep them fighting at the bottom so we can live at the top and eat at the top. Understand that Malcolm. Removing himself as a profound brother of the Nation of Islam to now. Visit Mecca and realize that all the people of Allah, many shades and many different colors and many creeds, and understanding that this really is a system of just fucking capitalism, how it's fucked us all up into thinking that we run against another, and pop! They're both gone. They're both removed. And they gave us MOK Day. They didn't give us shit for Malcolm. They just told us that we killed him. That's some bullshit. We got to do better. Because I'll be damned, right? Because we know way too much now. We have way too much access to too much information for anyone to be fucking just not understanding what the fuck's going on outside. So, J. Cole, my brother, step back, learn, read through the fucking links No Name sent you, and educate yourself, as we all need to. You dig? Because at this point, if we get back to this same position a year from now, or two years from now, or five years from now, or when our kids are fucking our age, we fucking failed. Listen. Failure is something I don't believe in because I look at every loss as an opportunity to learn something. But listen, how many fucking times do we have to learn the same lesson until we actually do something about it? Because it goes back to what I fucking said earlier. We lack in accountability. So if we know better, we should do better. Period. Each one to each one. We have a lot of martyrs that we can hold up and look at in today's society. And we can look at those in rappers and entertainment if we must. You could look at people like LeBron. He's done an amazing thing. He's not a perfect man, but no one is. You could look at people like Nipsey Hussle, God rest the dead. He's not a perfect man, but no one is. But there is bits and pieces and things that we can take from them and understand that, listen, at the root of it all, when we educate our people and empower our people to own our own shit, who the fuck can fuck with us? We are a threat and they'll do everything to discredit us. It's the fact of the matter is, black is beautiful, black is powerful. There's power in words. I understand things like power of words too now differently because, you know, there was an experiment done. If you've ever seen it, I recommend you just go check it out on YouTube where, you know, it's done with many things, whether it was rice, fruit, vegetables, plants, so on and so forth, where, you know, you have two plants or two vegetables, whatever the case may be, and you literally spend 30 days, 60 days, preaching to one beautiful affirmations and positive affirmations and you spend the other time 
with the other plan, it's talking down on it, giving it negative affirmations and just giving it negative vibes and energy. And it shows that in this experiment, as time progresses and that negative affirmations are reaffirmed day in and day out, over time, those negative affirmations have a negative effect on these plants, the rice, where it becomes moldy, poisonous, toxic, right? And it eventually wilts and dies. See, the thing about education and why I told that little adverb, right? The, not adverb or additive. Or what are the fuck? Listen, grammar wasn't my strong suit. But listen, English is the language we speak, and I don't know why I need to learn it for fucking 12 years. Figure that out. They didn't teach us about taxes, so fuck me. I mean, what? Fuck you. Um, Goddamn. It's late. And I ain't had my tea. Leave me alone. Um, But no. Um, what the fuck was that? Shit. Uh, no. What I was saying was, is that this power in words. And the reason why I was saying that education is so important is that when we understand who we are, we can speak to who we are. And we can speak positive to who we are and the good things about us. And we can reaffirm that. And then the hard thing about understanding that this is America and that America is a capitalist society is also confronting how we fit into that piece. See, we were that capitalism, that commodity that was traded. We were looked as property. We were looked as capital for a bigger purpose that had nothing to do with us and out of our control. Because of our ancestors, as strong as they were and as fucking great as they were, they broke out of them shackles, literally and figuratively. But we have some work to do. We have to understand that in this system, yes, we want to dismantle things that keep us from growing forward and going up. We have to understand that we have to be put in positions where we can actually do that and have people that look like us represent us that can actually speak to that. So we have to understand in some regards that financial freedom that we can obtain through financial literacy is going to be effective into giving us that power that we often seek. Like, think about it. We talk about let's go out and vote. But who the fuck are you voting for? If the name on the ballot was not someone that you actually campaigned for and actually put some energy behind, right, whether actual energy or actually monetarily gain energy, then how the fuck do you know they're going to have your best interests apart? I mean, excuse me, at heart, other than the fact that this is opposition of Trump or whatever his regime is. Listen, we have to understand that we got to do the hard part to actually get this shit to fucking change if we're going to work within this system. That means we have to show up physically, right? At these town meetings, when all of these different positions are being created and all the candidates are actually being picked, because now what our say so is can actually have some influence on these decisions. And what I mean by understanding that financial literacy and financial gain is going to effectively help us more is that everything in this country moves off the dollar like it or love it. It is what it is. Right. Like I said, you have to have engagers and resistors. If you are engaging in the system, understand that if you're going to be a part of it, understand how it works in totality and all the way throughout. You have the money to influence the person that ends up on that ballot to vote in your best interest, to speak in your best interest, to draft bills and legislation that affect your community because you now have persuaded he or him or he or she with the dollar sign. It's nasty. Call it what you want. It's ugly. We dislike it. Da, 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 da. That is part of the system that is America. And to create our own communities is beautiful and lovely. But we can't create our own communities if we ain't got no money either. So just think about these things. Right? We have to understand how money works. Money isn't a fucking this it's not fuel, bro. It's a fucking tool. It builds, fix, repairs. That's it. Like it can fix your problems. 
It can repair your problems and it can build fucking independence. That 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 is the true American dream is understanding that how you need to invest your bread, make your money work for you will create the freedom that you are often sold in school with this indoctrination that a white picket fence is something that we can fucking all obtain. Nah, bruh. The white picket fence is where they kept us inside us fucking four walls and told us to pick cotton. It was white because white is always seen right, right? Fuck that shit. I want a black gate, steel gate, and I want all my niggas to come parlay with me. So understand, we got a lot to do. Fight's not over. Fight begun 400 years ago because niggas didn't even get off them boats because they said, fuck that. Just like them niggas, we got that blood running through our veins. We got that power within us. So just like my niggas back then, and let me not even say it, just like the kings and queens back then, we gonna fight. Fuck the bullshit. Fuck the drama. We here for it all. It's gonna be blood. It's gonna be tears. There's gonna be more pain. But the beautiful thing about our people is that we rise from pain. We're birthed from pain. Our blood is strong. It's boiling. Hot. Because the cold-heartedness and cold shoulder that America has given us has turned us into that. We're prepared for it. So I have faith. Tremendous faith. I'm not worried. I'm optimistic through it all. And for the brothers and sisters that continually lose their lives, Rashad Brooks, Madam Toyin, I pray for your families. I pray for your loved ones. And I'm going to do my part with my brothers, my business partners, my podcast, my podcasters. We're going to do our part, man, and make sure that we give with our pockets, with our hearts, with our words, with our platforms to make sure that you guys and your families can find some clarity. There's no replacing a loved one or a lost body. But clarity and justice is important. So I'm here to stand for that. So, hey, listen, if you guys love these rants or you engage with me, or if you just tolerate me because you fuck with me, I respect all of it and I love you, man. But I just want to say, before your idols become your rivals, understand why you're going against them and why you're going to war. That's all I got to say, man. Appreciate y'all for listening to me again. You know, these Rogue series is just a way, like I said, for me to vent. All in all, I'm all right right now. I'm positive about what life got for us. You know, I'll come back with a little journal entry. Um, but these are important right now, and I know it's important for me to use my platform to create the space and realm where we can come together and speak brilliantly about ideas that are going to help us and push us forward plans and progressiveness is all we need right now thank y'all